You're listening to Ready to Real Estate, a TREB podcast. Hear stories, uncover insights, and tune into interviews on key issues that impact realtors and all of us. Join us as we discover how people, properties, and communities all come together to build the future of real estate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ready to Real Estate. I'm your host, Jason Mercer, TREB's Chief Market Analyst. As we're recording this, 2022 is rapidly approaching, and this may have many realtors thinking about professional resolutions they can make for themselves. While your individual goals may vary, I think everyone can agree that after two wild years of adjusting to a global pandemic and a hot housing market, striking a balance at work between our mental health and the health of our business is so important. So joining me to talk about how to do this is Nana Jakura. She is an entrepreneur, success consultant, and best-selling author of Your Healthy Success. Nana helps other entrepreneurs and visionaries achieve their goals and live their purpose. Today, she will be sharing with us some of her advice and tips on how to lead a healthy, successful life as a realtor. Welcome, Nana. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Jason. Great. And, and I wanted to start our discussion today just sort of thinking about the new year as an opportunity for us to reset or, or change the way we're doing things in, in our lives, and including you know, our, 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 our business work. Um, and, and what do you think about the idea of, of the new year, new you, and, and sort of setting goals around that, that sort of concept or, or construct? Oh, I love it. I mean, any time of year is a great time of year to be setting goals. We always want to be looking at that and not just to set them as new year resolutions, but to really have a plan in place, um, ideally paired with some mentorship where you really get things done. So it's not just a wish list, but it's something that you really fully embody and you see tangible results. Right. And, and, and sort of thinking about that, like, you know, the idea of a, of a new year or, or, or a new sort of mindset, like does it go just beyond sort of thinking about, you know, here's a handful of goals that I want to set over the next year. Like, are there more sort of, you know, universal laws of success you can kind of think about when, uh, uh, when you're setting these goals. So, you know, you're, 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 you're setting yourself up for, for longer term success based on these goals or, and based on this sort of new direction that you're, that you're looking at. Totally. So usually people will come up with some goals for their work, their income, the impact they want to make in the community, their health, relationships. And it's like they're looking at the effect. And what we want to do is look at the deeper root cause of those effects. So what is the mindset involved in being healthier in your body so that you are, you know, energized to be working with clients and taking them out. And um, so what is the embodiment of that mindset? So we're talking about health equal, you know, equaling wealth, because without our, our bodies and our well-being, we really can't show up for our clients at our best. We really can't do a great job. So it is so important. And then of course, we want to be there for our loved ones as well. So, um, so let's take the mindset, you know, a healthy mindset as an example, we want to be showing up with a fantastic attitude, right? So if you are going into this coming year or any month or any year with an attitude of, okay, I'm making this year, this month, this week, this day, this moment, the 
best I can, that's a very different attitude and mindset compared to someone who's just like, well, all of these things are happening to me and I can't control things. And what's the point anyway, right? So the point is, is that we want to get connected with what really sparks us, what really drives us, you know, and that'll probably be different for every person. For some people, it might be their children. For some people, it might be to 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 make a contribution in their community uh, you know so so there's so many reasons that could drive us and propel us and we want to get connected with that and when we do we really have something to live for right we have we have so many more reasons to be healthier to show up for our clients in a healthier more successful way so that's uh that's that's one example yeah, and just sort of thinking about that, like, like obviously, um, you know, you want to think about what's what's best for you, and and I and I guess you know how do you how do you sort of strike the balance between you know setting setting goals that are I guess easily attainable versus those that are a little bit more challenging, and you'll push yourself as as you move throughout the year or even beyond versus those that you know maybe are a little too aggressive or too ambitious, and 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 attaining those goals you know may not be achievable at least in sort of one 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 step. Like how how do you recommend that people you know strike that balance to whether where they're pushing themselves, but at the same time it, it's there's a realistic end result I guess. Yeah. Okay. I love this question so much, Jason. You're talking about the art of goal setting. So I actually go into some more depth in this particular topic in one of my chapters in my book, Your Healthy Success. So people can get that on Amazon. But to um, give you the snapshot version of it, we have different types of goals, right? So we have the goal that we really, really want. This is where, you know, if money, time were no object, this is what's in our heart's desire. So I call this the seagull in my book. And what most people end up doing is they settle, they think, oh, well, that's not realistic. That's too big. That's too crazy. That's too scary. And then they just pull it back and they drop it down to what I call a beagle. So this is something you haven't done, but it's not really what you want. So it doesn't have that driving energy with it. And so people end up settling. Well, that seems realistic. Well, and if I put this and this together, that, that'll probably work out. And then if you go even further down, um, the masses, like most people are operating with A-type goals, which is something maybe they achieved that last year, right? And they just want to redo the same thing. And that's really not stretching them. So I actually don't even consider that a goal. So a real goal. The purpose of a real goal is meant to stretch and grow you. So it is okay that you set yourself a really wonderful, big seagull. That's fine. And what we then want to do is bring it down to a base camp goal, right? So, or a milestone. So it's going to be on your way to the bigger goal, because if you don't have that larger vision fueling you, you might end up settling for far less than what you could do. And that growth is a huge part of why we even go for goals, why we set them. And then when we do, it just builds up our confidence in ways that you can't even really imagine at this point. So um, I encourage my clients to always set their C goals, set you know what they really, really want, and then to break it down. Right. So then we figure out, OK, what's your next best step, which may or may not be obvious. So mentorship's really key there. And then once you get that, 
then we look at your next best step and we just keep going and moving forward. I think that makes a lot of sense. It's almost like a virtuous circle, if you will, that you're, you know, you're, you're kind of taking a, I guess, a stepwise process. And so, you know, the goals may be challenging and, and maybe out, outside of your comfort zone, but at the same time, they're, they're, they're realistic and, and attainable uh, and, and, and you're building on that um, over time. So you have this sort of feeling of success while challenging yourself at the same time. Mm -hmm. Now, sort of thinking about it, because obviously our, our members, we have, you know, 70,000 uh, uh, members, give or take, and, and all of them are, are, are working their way through their uh, professional lives, but all of them also have personal lives um, with, you know, different, uh, uh, different walks of lives, different, uh, different situations or different points uh, um, in, in, in their life regarding family and, and, and everything else. And how do you, when you're setting goals, kind of, I guess, you know, separate or bifurcate the, the professional versus the, the, the personal or, or, you know, is it all right to kind of have those melding together? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, a person's life includes all the areas of their life, right? So if something isn't going well, let's say in the relationship or your family, you feel it, right? And it's it's really hard not to bring it into work and, and vice versa. If something, let's say, is going really well at work, you bring it into your family, into the rest of your life, your personal life. And so I believe that it's really important to keep an eye on all the, the areas that are important to you. So the big ones being uh, family, health, work, income and community impact right so we want to be setting goals in each of those areas so that the thing that most of us you know myself included have been programmed and conditioned from birth basically is to think well you've got to choose this or that i often give the example of you know if we have a we have a pie that that's our life right and we cut up the slices of the pie and there's eight slices of pie and if a few slices goes to um, health and then, right. you know, the rest of it goes to work and, oh, you're dipping into, um, we want to boost up the work and the income. So then you borrow or you take slices of pie from the health side. It's sort of this um, limited scarcity. Well, there's only so many pieces of the pie to go around kind of thinking and mindset. And so what I like to do is show people simply how to, make more pies, right? right? So it's not about stealing certain pieces from one area to give to another. It's actually about just creating. So it's not competition. And this principle applies in how you do business as well, right? As you build relationships, maybe with colleagues and other sure. realtors, you build a network and that strengthens and that's ultimately going to add and um, bring increase to everyone around you and yourself. So same principle, we apply this to our lives. Because let's say as you improve and invest in your health and well-being, well, well, that means you're going to be so much more productive and effective, probably with less time that you know you you get to put into your work and you'll be increasing profits as you invest in your relationship. Same thing. It fuels you, it fuels you with the love and the energy and the focus and determination for your work. As things improve with your business, you're going to be bringing that into, you know, more joyous opportunities and experiences that you can share with loved ones and, and vice versa. So they can really feed into each other. So a lot of the work that I do with my clients starting off is just breaking 
the old mindset that it's got to be this or that and building a new mindset one that's of your healthy success which is this and that which is much more abundant and and much more enjoyable that makes sense. And now I, I guess I want to think about sort of the flip side of it where, you know, it's almost like a goal budget you're, 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 you're describing and you have sort of different pools, if you will. And, and obviously you're, you're sort of allocating uh, to that or from that, I guess, as, as, as the case were. And so, you know, people start sort of working through this process and they're looking at their, you know, goals for different aspects of, of their, of their life. And, and all of that makes sense. But then, you know, the goals are set and, and, and you feel that they're, they're achievable yet challenging at the same time. Um, but, but I guess the, the other side of that coin is, is, uh, you know, how, can people get in the way of, of, of achieving their goals? And I guess there's, what are some of the common sort of pitfalls as you're, as you're moving forward and, and you're working your hardest and uh, to, to, to reach those goals that you set? Um, I guess sort of what are the common pitfalls or impediments that, uh, that, that, that pop up the, when, when, when people are looking to, uh, to, to make these achievements? Oh, that's a juicy question. <laughs> <laughs> people self-sabotage all the time, right? Um, so there can be this initial inspiration, um, external motivation. Maybe, you know, it's the new year and other people are setting goals. And so they, they, they come up with a ton of different goals and then they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then January, you know, 30th and February rolls around and they're like, oh, we're, we're nowhere near <laughs> hitting any of the goals that they've set. So, um, so what happens is people don't understand that what needs to happen at a foundational level is a change at the mindset paradigm level and i'll tell you why that is it's because it rules over 95 percent of where your results come from so people try to work harder they put in 10 times more massive action and they're really working with such a small fraction of their potential it's less than five percent of where your results come from that come from strategy so a new marketing plan or the latest social media whatever or you know all these kinds of strategies are worth less than 5%. And they're definitely important, they have a place, but what most people get is the order mixed up. They start with that, they pour all their time, money, resources into that small little part, instead of putting their resources to where it counts, which is over 95% of our results come from our mindset. And so this is why, yes, I look at strategy for sure. I give people steps for sure in, in my you know step-by-step -step programs, but we work at the foundational, deep foundational level first, because if that doesn't change, their life doesn't change, their results don't change. So we work at the level of the mindset first, and then we stack the strategy. So that, that means that people are less likely to self-sabotage, right? So if, if someone wants to suddenly become, you know, an Olympic athlete and they've never been to the gym, well, <laughs> the first step is putting on those shoes, getting in, you know, opening the door and getting in to the gym or picking up those weights in their home, home gym space or whatever that is, is, you know, and that's the same for our mindset. It's like, it's like this mental muscle that we get to exercise. Uh, just like our physical muscles, we would never expect to be able to lift 100 if we haven't even done five yet, right? So we want to 
really strengthen our mindset. So what is, you know, what are some examples? Well, you're going to have a generous, abundant, positive attitude. When you show up, you're going to uh, work with excellence and not worry about perfection because that's also self-sabotaging mechanism. And you just keep persisting, right? Those are, I just rhymed off a few, a handful of um, really powerful mindsets that people can adopt. Now it's one thing to just hear about it, but it's another thing to practice it. And this is where a lot of people make the mistake of thinking they can do it alone. You know, I was in that position where I thought, okay, well, I've read all the books and I've seen all the videos and the podcast. I can do this. I can study my way through this. I was a fantastic student, yet I wasn't getting the results. And that's because I was just missing guidance. That's what most people are, are missing. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a very noisy, cluttered world out there. There's a lot of free information out there, but not necessarily how to really implement and really embody and really use principles, use universal laws to, to lead to real tangible results. Because everything everything we imagine for ourselves, including your new year goals or whenever you set your goals is first, you know, if you want it to be manifested, if you want it to be created into tangible results, it starts with the mind first, but then we need a process to learn how to translate that from our idea into reality. So that's the, that's the process that I take people through. So um, I would encourage people to really start at the mindset level as they're imagining their goals, you know, and part of mindset is attitude. Another big part is self-image, right? Who do I, who do I have to be in order to really enjoy this level of success? Who do I have to be to enjoy this level of health? Start there and then you'll have your, your tangible, um, you know, strategies as well. The 5% that you then stack on top of the mindset work. Right. And that's the real key to making a stick is sort of that, that sort of building over, over time, not sort of trying to bite off more than you can chew, but rather, you know, start small and, and, and sort of keep building over time. And you almost have that sort of compounding of, of setting goals and, 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 and achieving them um, over the, over the long term. Um, and, and you mentioned something too, um, because, you know, we, we had started this conversation, you know, using the, the upcoming new year as a, a, a sort of a, uh, a jumping off point, if you will. But I mean, is there some kind of, I guess, rule or, or rule of thumb that when people are thinking about goals, like rather than sort of saying at the beginning of each year or on some sort of milestone date, um, you know, is, is there a way that people can think about sort of goal setting on sort of a day in, day out or week in, week out basis that makes it a little bit more sustainable for them? Oh, let me get to that. I just, um, I want to share a little, a personal story of mine. And, and this is the, this is the place that I'm going to encourage all of the listeners, all of your amazing members to start with, because if it doesn't start with your dream, then all these other smaller, you know, the milestone goals don't really, um, fit. They're not in alignment. So years, years and years ago, almost 20 years ago now, my, my mom, she had told us that her cancer had returned. She sat us down and let us know the news. And immediately I thought, okay, well, I'm, I'm curious about 
like what is she living for so i asked her what's your what's your dream i didn't ask about treatments or prognosis or anything like that because i knew that if she wasn't living for something then the quality of her life would really diminish quickly. so i asked her so what's your dream and she's like oh no, no, Japanese women aren't asked about their dreams. And I'm thinking, what did she say? I just felt like my heart was breaking for a moment. I was like, well, I'm asking you um, because I, I knew it couldn't have been, you know, to raise three kids as a single mother to work in admin, you know. So um, she, she thought about it for a moment and said, well, I would love to write um, as a full-time writer. Uh, and that's my dream. I said, okay, well, go go do that. And she's like, well, I don't know. I, I can't do that. I've got kids and treatments. And, and so we, we put the conversation to rest. And a few months later, she calls me, I was studying in Boston at the time. And she said, Dana, I did it. And I said, well, what did he do? <laughs> she said, I did it. I figured out a way to write full time. I'm doing this. I'm able to leave my part-time admin job and, and do this. And so it just gave her the rest of her life so much more meaning. Um, she did die when she was 54 years old. So ever since then, I've been on a mission to help people live their dream, their purpose with great health and wealth. And it, you know, it really was fueled by that moment. And so I'm going to encourage every person listening to ask themselves, you know, what is your, what's your dream? Uh, like really give yourself and you're listening now. So whatever answer pops up and it might seem crazy and unrealistic and that's okay because there's a dream within you. You're here for a reason and it's quite possibly tied to what you get to do every day. Um, but maybe it's something else, you know, maybe it's some kind of philanthropic or charity or contribution work that because of your current work, you know, serving clients that you get to do those things, or maybe it's something with your family, whatever that is for you, it's very personal and it's, it's really, it's sacred, it's rich, right? So you start there and then you can map out, oh, okay, well, I can see that a milestone goal would be to, you know, double my, my sales and business in this coming year that might feel ambitious, but yes, I'm, I'm going to go for it because there's a deeper version of you, uh, a better version of you waiting to be expressed, right? So the purpose of a goal is for you to grow. Uh, there might be a health goal because you've got ambitious professional goals. You're like, oh, I better make sure that my stress is um, lower, <laughs> that I'm getting rest, that my body is functioning. In fact, I'm in better shape now than I was 10 years ago. And that is totally possible because it's a mindset shift first. And then, yeah, what am I doing? I'm eating better. I, I'm, you know, I have a personal trainer. I'm working out. So, um, that's that's what I would recommend. I would recommend that people really go for what they truly want. You know, what do you really, really want? Allow themselves to answer that question. What do I really, really want? What is my dream? And then map out the milestone goals. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I, and I think that, you know, that that's probably a, a great place to leave off today with that, you know, we really appreciate you sharing that, that, that personal story. And I think that'll really bring it home for, for people listening to the, the, the this podcast that, you know, if you, if you think about what you really, really want and, and, and use that as a basis to then set your incremental goals over time that, 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 that you, you can build towards, like that's a, a really solid jumping off point. And so I, I really want to thank you, Nana Jakura, for, 
for joining us today. And, and, and maybe you can just, uh, you mentioned at the beginning of our, of our episode today, but maybe uh, just refresh the listeners uh, in terms of the book that you've written and where they can find it. Yep. So just go to Amazon, look up Your Healthy Success by Nana Jokura. Uh, my name, they can go to my website as well, N-A-N-A-J-O-K-U-R-A. And there are also some bonuses associated with that, a free masterclass people can take in to really go into their goals. And I'm happy to help people in whatever way I can. So if they resonate, then they're welcome to book a call with me as well. Well, thank you very much, Nana, for sharing your wisdom and, and giving myself and our listeners today a, a lot of food for thought and, and how to improve our lives and, and businesses as we head into, into 2022. Amazing. Thanks for having me, Jason. Thanks very much. And don't miss an episode. Subscribe to Treb's Ready to Real Estate podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to all of you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. That's it for us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media and visit our website, treb.ca. That's T-R-R-E-B dot C-A to find market insights and more. This has been another episode of Ready to Real Estate, and thank you for tuning in.